Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. March is National Kidney Month. 37 million Americans have chronic kidney disease, also known as CKD, and most don't know it. High blood pressure and diabetes increase the risk for CKD. Symptoms of kidney disease may include fatigue, shortness of breath, lower back pain, high blood pressure, or changes in urination. If you want to protect your kidneys or learn how to get tested, Fresenius Kidney Care can help. Learn more at kidneyrisk.com. That's kidneyrisk.com. Sometimes our commander-in-chief, ideally upholder of the law, fails to inspire us. Take the 1970s. Well, I'm not a crook. Or the 90s. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. And now the 21st century. I'm an extremely stable genius. You're about to hear two attorneys make sense out of a legal system some say is a train wreck. Here are Royal Oaks and Connor Oaks. This is Too Many Lawyers. This is Too Many Lawyers. I'm Royal Oaks. And Connor is not here today. He is on vacation. He's going to be back next week. I think he's going to show his slides. Uh, so you don't want to miss that uh, edition of the audio podcast, Too Many Lawyers. We'll see if it works out. Now, um, if you think you're bummed out that Connor's not here with me, how do you think I feel? So Connor was with us throughout the entire pandemic. His two sisters went to him and said, Connor, uh, we're not in a position to uh, come back home and hang out with the folks. But, you know, anything can happen. You know, they could fall and not be able to get up. It was a very high confidence level. And and Connor was nice enough to, to stay. And it was so easy to do the podcast every single week when he was on lockdown. Well, we're kind of returning to normal. And so it's not always as easy, you know, vacations, etc. But he will be back and uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I know you are too. So what are we going to talk about today? Uh, three human interest items. Number one, should Governor Newsom be charged with political perjury? It's just an idea I have. Number two, Joe Biden goes woke on unisex bathrooms, but a judge says not so fast. And third, a transgender inmate just wanted to follow the science and things did not work out. In addition to sort of bigger meteor topics, number one, why Donald Trump in my humble opinion, will never be indicted for anything. You might be surprised by my reason. Maybe not. And finally, uh, proof. I've got proof that Los Angeles District Attorney George Gascon actually wants to be recalled. I'm going to reveal that to you toward the end of the podcast. All right. Uh, human interest item number one. Should Governor Gavin Newsom of California be charged with political perjury? Now, I know and you know, the politicians love to say, oh, I have no interest in that office, meaning higher office, so higher than wherever they are. Now, everybody knows they're lying, but lying, you know, it's a bad thing. And, and when you do it to 360 million people, I think that's about how many Americans there are now. And the subject couldn't be more important. I mean, what could be more important than, than picking the leader of the free world? Shouldn't there be a consequence to the lie? Now, okay. 
I know you think I'm not real serious about this, and maybe I'm not, but you heard what he said recently. Gavin Newsom said, my interest in the presidency is, quote, less than sub-zero, close quote. Well, for openers, I'm not really familiar with the concept of sub-zero. I mean, I've heard about a sub-zero refrigerator. I don't know what, you know, Mr. Science, Gavin Newsom means by sub-zero, but let's just assume he means it's, you know, like nothing or minimal. But is that really true? Is his interest in the presidency less than sub-zero? We know he took $105,000 of his massive $23 million slush fund for re-election to the governorship, and he doesn't need any of it because he's going to roll to an overwhelming victory in November. But he took 105000 of it to run TV ads in Florida on Fox News and other right-wing outlets. Uh, and of course, it's obvious that he's doing this to promote his position for the presidency. But he's saying, no, it's less than sub-zero. Now, you tell me if I am being unfair or exaggerating when I say this is a big fat lie. Let's look at the history books. Now, if you are a California governor, you are interested in being president, okay? I don't care who you are. Let's go down the list. Practically every California governor since World War II has dreamed of being in the White House. As they say, when they look in the mirror, they see a president. Let's start with Governor Earl Warren. You know, the guy who was the head of the Warren Supreme Court, because Eisenhower appointed him. Governor Earl Warren was the governor of California in the 40s, and he was the Republican vice presidential candidate in 48, and he wanted to be president later on. Didn't work out. Now we move to Democrat Governor Pat Brown in California. He had his sights on the vice presidency, but he was passed over. He would have loved to be president as well. Now we move to Governor Ronald Reagan. Well, we know what happened there. He was elected in 66. That was the first uh, first of his two terms. He, he ended up eight years as governor. And guess what? He ran for president the first chance he got. He challenged Richard Nixon in 1968, Reagan's second year in office. He finally, as you know, Reagan won after two more attempts at the presidency, winning in 1980. Now we move to Democrat Jerry Brown. He also ran in his sophomore year as governor, and then again a second time as governor for the presidency, and then the third time while he was out of office. I'm not blaming him. You know, good on you, Jerry. Too bad it didn't work out. But let's face it, every time you get into the governorship in California, you want to be president. Now, Republican Governor George Nuke Bajan, I'll admit, was a rarity. He did not want any part of a House uh, bid, White House bid. And in fact, he turned down a vice presidential overture. So he is the black swan. He's the exception to the otherwise hard and fast rule. Now we move to Governor Pete Wilson, Republican. He did run for the presidency in 95. It did not go well because the poor guy had to put up with throat surgery and uh, he basically couldn't talk on the stump. And although that might have helped some uh, uh, presidential candidates prone to gaffes, it, it didn't help him. Uh, then we've got, of course, uh, Democrat Governor Davis, Great Davis. He probably would have won in 2004 if he hadn't been recalled as governor the year before that. Schwarzenegger would have loved to have run for president. But guess what? He was not a natural born citizen, so he was ineligible. So bottom line, when Governor Newsom goes on TV in Florida, uh, some Democratic uh, consultant said this guy spent $105,000 and got a billion dollars worth of publicity. So it was a pretty smart move. Everybody's been talking about him. It's folded into the narrative about, mm, do we really want Harris to step in? Do we really think uh, President Biden continues? So 
will continue to be on the national scene. So bottom line is, I'm just wondering, you know, what kind of jail time for political perjury would be fair for Governor Newsom? All right, it ain't going to happen, but it's, it's fun to talk about it. Topic number two, President Biden goes woke on unisex bathrooms, but a judge says not so fast. So a federal judge has blocked President Biden's rule that had uh, allowed transgender uh, employees and children to you in schools to use the bathrooms and the locker rooms that correspond to their choice of gender. So the president said, hey, if you decide that you're now a boy instead of a girl or a man instead of a woman, then doggone it, you should be able to use the bathroom that corresponds to your current choice. Now, the reason a federal judge has blocked this is he concluded, this is a, this is a, a federal judge dealing with a, a suit filed by Oklahoma Attorney General John O'Connor. The judge said it interferes with states' rights to enforce their transgender athlete rules when it comes to playing sports and using bathrooms. Actually, 20 uh, Republican attorneys general sued last year. And so the, this judge dealt a setback to, uh, to this Biden approach. This coalition of Republican states had argued that the Biden administration directives improperly expanded on a big Supreme Court ruling of a couple of years ago that you may remember extended anti-discrimination protections to transgender workers. Over the last several decades, the anti-discrimination principles and, and legal protections uh, from the federal government have slowly been expanded from uh, all racial grounds to, uh, to gender grounds, and now it includes transgender workers. So it's uh, the administrative state at work again uh, the Supreme Court in that Bostock case held uh, that uh, the ban on workplace sex discrimination in the 1964 Civil Rights Act did extend to bias based on sexual orientation and gender identity. Uh, by the way, you really have to check out uh, the images uh, online of a sign that uh, is going up on unisex bathrooms this day, uh, these days. The sign shows instead of, you know, a man's silhouette or a woman's silhouette or both a man's and a, a woman's silhouette, the, the new images on the modern unisex bathroom sign show three images. The one on the left shows a lady. It's a person in a dress. And so that represents a woman. In the middle, there's an image of a man. It's a guy in pants. And last but not least, absolutely not least, don't get me wrong. Uh, there's a third image. Uh, this image has two different sides. The left side of this person is wearing the dress, but the right side of the person is wearing pants. So now you know that it's okay if you uh, want to go to this unisex bathroom. Anybody can go, lady, man, or, or a transgender person. All right, uh, we're going to get to uh, the big, beefy topics uh, in the podcast, uh, first being... A, a transgender inmate who tried to follow the science. We'll get to, to that after this pause. Stay with us. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. March is National Kidney Month. 37 million Americans have chronic kidney disease, also known as CKD, and most don't know it. High blood pressure and diabetes increase the risk for CKD. 
Symptoms of kidney disease may include fatigue, shortness of breath, lower back pain, high blood pressure, or changes in urination. If you want to protect your kidneys or learn how to get tested, Fresenius Kidney Care can help. Learn more at kidneyrisk.com. That's kidneyrisk.com. This is Too Many Lawyers. I'm Royal Oaks. We're talking about a transgender inmate who just tried to follow the science and things didn't work out well. So we're talking about uh, a person named Demi Minor, D-E-M-I and then Minor. Uh, this person uh, was born as a man and he now identifies as transgender. And he was put into a New Jersey uh, women's prison after impregnating uh, uh, and then he impregnated uh, two women inmates. Uh, he's serving a 30-year sentence for manslaughter. Uh, he's going to be up for parole in 2037. I didn't realize how tough they were in New Jersey on uh, manslaughter. In California, you may know you you get two years and up to 11 years for manslaughter. You can, uh, you can get higher sentences under certain circumstances, but in general, it doesn't sound like we're as tough on it uh, as they are in New Jersey. So uh, what happened was he's 27 years old. He was transferred uh, from the uh, Edna Mahan Correctional Facility for Women to the Garden State Youth Correctional Facility. So after he impregnated these two ladies, uh, he was sent to a youth correctional facility. He's been in prison since 16. And uh, the Department of Corrections uh, says that uh, he's the only woman prisoner at the uh, youth facility. And what happened is that his move to the youth facility came uh, after New Jersey, uh, uh, after the state implemented a new policy that says, okay, you are a um, biological male prisoner. You now say uh, that you identify as a woman. And then, doggone it, you have a right to be uh, sent to a women's prison. And so that's what he did. Uh, the policy change came after the uh, ACLU brought a suit against the state uh, of New Jersey back in 2021, demanding that New Jersey allow biological male inmates who self-identify as women to be housed in women's prisons. No need for them to have lived as a woman at any time. No need for them to have had surgery. No need for them to have had hormone treatments. Just you tell us you identify as a woman. Doggone it, we're going to put you into the women's prison. So uh, some of the policy changes that the ACLU's uh, lawsuit demanded were the prison staff uh, was made to use an inmate's preferred pronouns. Uh, they would provide cross-sex clothing and underclothing to inmates who identify as the opposite sex and also provide cross-sex hormones and surgical gender transition when medically appropriate. And New Jersey has followed the lead of states like California and Massachusetts and Washington State in allowing biological males to be housed in women's prisons. The problem is that pregnancies are popping up in prisons where this policy is implemented, including recently in California. Rapes have also been alleged, but not in every case, and not in this case of this fellow Demi Minor. Apparently, the sex was consensual. Uh, Minor actually has a website if you want to check it out. It's called justicefordemi.org, and four is this number four, not F-O-R. And he wrote about his prison transfer. He said, this prison, uh, after he was transferred, he said it does not have cable and it does not have LGBT groups. And the guards continued to call him he and him. So he's got some some beefs. Uh, there's an odd sentence in the report about what happened. He said minor uh, Demi Minor impregnated two women in the traditional way using his male genitalia. I'm not sure what they think is the non-traditional way. I don't even want to really speculate about that. Now, here's the here's the part. Uh, about this transgender inmate following the science. Minor has said, once it turned out that he impregnated these two women in prison, 
He said, I didn't expect that sexual activity with women with women would result in pregnancy because he said, quote, children were not something I expected because I actually was engaged in hormone treatment. And I was told that the risk of infertility was very high if you have hormone treatment. So he said, I never would have knowingly done my community a disservice by having children in a women's prison. It's not right. So he was just trying to follow the science. All right, next topic. Why Donald Trump will never be indicted for anything. I mean, January 6th is hearing pretty powerful stuff. I mean, it's multimedia. It's persuasive. They're timing everything perfectly. They got the surprise witnesses. And people keep asking, oh my God, what does the Department of Justice need? What do prosecutors across the fruited plain need? Well, Washington, D.C., Atlanta, Georgia, the, that, that fruited plain. Uh, you know, the evidence against Trump is overwhelming. People say, indict him, send him to trial, convict him, make sure he can't run for president, which is an outcome that you could achieve under some legal circumstances, depending on you know how it goes in trial and whether there are, are, are is a vote to, to keep him out. For example, uh, since uh, Reconstruction times, there's been an option uh, to prohibit anybody from serving in a federal office if, in fact, they were involved in an insurrection against the federal government. And that would be an option for a determination as to Donald Trump. So people are saying, why in the world haven't we proceeded? Now, remember, everybody in the Department of Justice, basically, and all of the prosecutors in Atlanta and Washington, D.C., the decision makers, are Democrats. And yet they haven't pulled the trigger. People are saying, oh, well, you know, how, how, how could that be? Why haven't they done it? Well, let's think this through. We know from the public opinion polls that Trump is a pariah. He is toxic. He is going to drag the Republican Party down, especially if it continues to obsess about the election being stolen from him, which we know he will absolutely continue to do. So why in the world would Democrats in a position of power want to interfere with Donald Trump continuing to be the face of the Republican Party, including on the ballot in 2024? The answer, my friends is they don't want to interfere with that. That's why they're not indicting him. The most fundamental principle of politics, revered above all others, is, wait for it, when your opponent is digging himself a hole, do not interrupt. Do nothing that will change the trend. Democrats know that if they indict Trump, he will be seen as a martyr by many in the middle of the political spectrum. The Trump haters are going to hate him anyway. The Trump lovers are going to love him anyway. As he said so prophetically, he could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and his supporters wouldn't care. So it doesn't matter in terms of his indictment for the folks on the left and the right. It's the middle. The people who always decide who wins presidential elections, they could see this as a situation where he's being a victim of a political uh, persecution. He would be seen as a martyr. Now, Democrats who are in a position of power here also know the chances are kind of good that Trump would not be convicted because there are murky legal issues about intent and reliance on legal advice. And let's face it, we now know in spades there was no shortage of crazy legal advice being shoveled toward Donald Trump. And the idea that you are simply following the advice of your lawyers is a very strong defense to a lot of allegations. I don't know if you saw a piece that was in uh, the paper, I think this morning, 
co-authored by none other than Jimmy Carter and James Baker III. Yeah, the Republican uh, hero, James Baker, who, who basically gets credit for George W. Bush's victory in the 2020, maneuvering through all the, the legal shoals. So Carter and Baker wrote a piece this morning which argued that this doggone Electoral Count Act of uh, 1877 or, or whatever the year was should be revised because it's got ambiguities in it. And it seems to oh, allow state legislatures to, to take control of the naming of, of electors in presidential elections. And a lot of people have been making this point for a long time. This law really is, is a mess. It's just a dog's breakfast of a law. Well, the fact that this law is acknowledged by everybody from Jimmy Carter to James Baker III and everybody in between as vague is simply further support for the Trump idea that, well, I thought my interpretation of this law based on the in input I was getting from a Professor Chapman, uh, excuse me, John Eastman from Chapman, uh, was you know, I thought I could do it. That's the kind of thing that can get you off. So bottom line is Democrats want it both ways. And they're going to get it both ways. They're going to continue to build a case against Donald Trump through the January 6 hearings and the subpoenas and explosive testimony and the effective use of videotape testimony. But they're not actually going to bring charges against him. AOC is going to continue to whine, but that's because she just doesn't get it. She doesn't buy into the reality that it's not it's not going to help to go ahead and indict him. And, you know, the chances of prosecution are going to diminish even further in September when Trump uh, plans, everybody seems to be thinking now, he's probably going to plan to announce his candidacy for the 2024 presidency really early, like unprecedentedly early in September 2022. Once you're a candidate, it's kind of a get out of jail free card because he transforms every legal maneuver against him into a political dirty trick. It's like Dick Tuck all over or, or Donald Segretti on the Republican side. The motivation of every legal step against Trump as candidate will be seen by many in the middle of the electorate as well. That's an attempt to take the decision of the presidency out of the hands of the people. So you heard it here first, middle or last, or whoever else you might have heard it from. Trump's never going to be indicted for anything. Okay, when we come back, I've got proof, proof positive that District Attorney George Gascon of Los Angeles wants to be recalled. Stick with us. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. March is National Kidney Month. 37 million Americans have chronic kidney disease, also known as CKD, and most don't know it. High blood pressure and diabetes increase the risk for CKD. Symptoms of kidney disease may include fatigue, shortness of breath, lower back pain, high blood pressure, or changes in urination. If you want to protect your kidneys or learn how to get tested, Fresenius Kidney Care can help. Learn more at kidneyrisk.com. That's kidneyrisk.com. This is Too Many Lawyers. I'm Royal Oaks. Okay, we got a district attorney in Los Angeles named George Gascon who is up for recall. They've handed in, I don't know, 730 or 40,000 signatures. They had to 
get that many because under California law, you had to have a certain percentage of the number of people who voted for the governor in the last race, and that was 500,000 something. So to be safe, you hand in you know, three quarters of a million because a bunch of them will be tossed out. And Gascon is, uh, is the signatures will probably be approved in the next month and probably it'll be on the ballot either in November or a special election in December or January on whether this woke progressive DA uh, that basically George Soros had installed in Los Angeles, just like he did uh, Chesa Boudin up in San Francisco and then half a dozen other big cities around the country. We've already seen Boudin fired by San Francisco. Can you believe that? Uh, and now the question is, what about Gascon? Is he going to be recalled? Well, I have big news. He is a must be a self-loathing DA. I say he wants to be recalled. What's your evidence of that, Royal? Well, here it is. There is a uh, unit uh, in the, the district attorney's office that traditionally has uh, helped out crime victims in various ways. And, uh, for example, they appear, uh, the DAs appear at uh, uh, parole hearings and it's a high profile parole hearings like the Manson family parole hearings over, over the decades. Uh, traditionally, a, a district attorney, deputy DA will always show up and, and say, OK, this is the DA's uh, perspective on this. This is why we think that this uh, guy or gal really should not be uh, be uh, released. So what's happened now is that DA Gascon has said, you know what? Uh, we don't want to do that anymore. We don't want to appear at uh, the parole hearings. And so people have been scratching their heads and asking, gee, why is that? I mean, isn't that the, the traditional appropriate role? And Gascon says, oh, no, no, no. DAs, here's how it works. He says, DAs handle trials. And we, we argue in front of a jury that, you know, you should convict this person and you should send them to prison. At least occasionally, uh, Gascon's OK with that. But once they're convicted, doggone it, our our uh, involvement is over. Well, of course, there's no r reason for that. He seems to think that it results in unjustifiably long prison sentences. Gee, how's that? Uh, did the district attorney who showed up at the parole hearing have a watch and, and and waved it in front of the judge and mesmerized the judge or the the parole board and convinced them uh, to give an unjustifiably long prison sentences? Did they did they lie? Did they give information on un, unhelpful to the decision makers? No, it's 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 ridiculous. The point is that the DA's office should be in a position to help victims of of crime, but he's doubling down on it. And here's where what Gascon is, is saying uh, to me is, is evidence that he doesn't even want to stay in his in his uh, job. What, what we have in, in the DA's office is an opportunity to tell the parole board the reasons that uh, an inmate should continue to be incarcerated. But it goes beyond that. A second thing that the district attorney traditionally has done is to provide legal information to victims of crimes about their rights in connection with the parole process. The DA traditionally has contacted victims and said, OK, uh, here is what you may do. You have a right to, to speak. Even if we don't help you, you have a right to have a lawyer. You have a right to show up and uh, get information from the court. Gascon wants to stop that as well. Oh, our job is over and done with once somebody is convicted. So we're not going to be telling victims of crimes uh, about what their legal rights are. That, that has nothing to do with our work. Really? Is there any 
doubt as to where this guy's sympathies lie in terms of the criminals versus the victims. But like they say on TV, but wait, there is more. In addition to that, Gascon now also wants to stop telling victims of crimes about the fact that an inmate is up for parole. So not only does he not want his deputy DAs to go into court and argue and say, hey, Charlie Manson should stay in prison. You know, you don't want that. And not only does Gascon not want the DA to tell victims of crime, oh, here are your legal resources. Here's where you can go to help yourself. He doesn't want to tell the victims of crime that the perps are about to be released. So in other words, instead of knowing that the rapist is about to be released from San Quentin, Gascon wants the victim of the crime to find out on aisle three of Ralph's grocery store. That's exactly what's going to happen. People are going to see and hear about criminals being on the street before, after the fact. Now, the, the unbelievable part about this is the hypocrisy on the part of Gascon. Because you remember I said Gascon's argument is, well, you know, our job is, you know, it's, it's we put them in jail and then, then we stop. But that's not true because the DA has a division where they actually helped help the bad guys. They help the bad guys learn about their legal resources and how they can be put in touch with defense attorneys. So that destroys his supposed reason. The, the bottom line is, if if you're a criminal, you can count on the DA's help. And let me give you an example of that. You remember Roman Polanski? Uh, he was the uh, movie director. Chinatown, Rosemary's Baby. Uh, back in 1977, I think, uh, he was accused of having sex with a 13-year-old girl. He took her to Jack Nicholson's house in Brentwood or Benedict Canyon. Uh, Jack wasn't around. And uh, supposedly a, a two-day photo shoot. Well, it turned into a hot tub excursion with drugs and alcohol and so on. And he had sex with her. And so he agrees to go ahead and uh, and take the deal of 90 days. But it turns out the judge later decided, no, I'm not going to give a 90-day deal after all. Uh, allegedly, the judge was all worried about publicity and so on. And when Roman Polanski got wind of the fact that they, the deal was falling apart, boom, off he goes to uh, Europe. And so for decades, uh, they've, been, uh, they've been working on this issue about extradition and whether or not the judge really lied or not. Well, there was some testimony given by a deputy district attorney a few decades ago that theoretically could shed light on Roman Polanski's claim that the judge reneged on a promise to limit Roman's jail time to 90 days. That testimony has been sealed for decades, and the district attorney's office has always said, no, it's not justifiable under all the rules in terms of the circumstances of how this testimony was given and what it means and its pertinence. It should not be released and now, for the first time, the district attorney is saying, oh, yeah, let's unseal it because, you know, the, the, the criminal's interests are at stake. Bottom line, yeah, I think Gascon is a self-loathing district attorney who secretly wants to be recalled. Maybe he has some other better job lined up. Maybe he's got his eye on the attorney general. I don't know. All right. We've done it. We somehow got through these topics without Connor's help. But thank goodness he's going to be back next week on Too Many Lawyers. You have a great week. And we'll see you then. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. 
That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer, like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. March is National Kidney Month. 37 million Americans have chronic kidney disease, also known as CKD, and most don't know it. High blood pressure and diabetes increase the risk for CKD. Symptoms of kidney disease may include fatigue, shortness of breath, lower back pain, high blood pressure, or changes in urination. If you want to protect your kidneys or learn how to get tested, Fresenius Kidney Care can help. Learn more at kidneyrisk.com. That's kidneyrisk.com.